0: You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. This week, we are going to talk about what I would say is the most important of the four creative cores, and that's heart. And the reason I say that this is the most important is because I have seen teams that are incredibly strong, gifted even, in the other three areas, the other three creative cores. But heart is a weakness, and what it does is it turns their strengths into a toxicity engine, simply because they are so deficient in the category of heart. So let me talk to you for a minute about what heart is, what it looks like for heart to be functioning properly and in a balanced way in a team, and then, Maybe some of the things that we can do to try to address it. I would say from the get-go, this is going to be the most painful of all of the imbalances because people are involved. People, uh, relationships are going to be damaged because of this. This is like, this is when people are yelling at each other. This is when people are talking badly about others behind their back. When they leave the room, this is when the creative team is... um, you know, questioning leadership, sometimes quietly, sometimes overtly. This is like the hallmark example of what toxicity looks like in a creative team. So if there's an area to focus on, an area to like, whoa, watch out, heart is it. So when heart's working, when heart is right, you have a team of people that are good to work with, <laughs> it's an enjoyable conversation. Uh, you have a pursuit of unity. So, some of the things that you want to look for when it comes to if this is out of balance, the kind of the questions that I like to ask: Is the creative team easy? Uh, the, is the creative team easy to work with? H- how does that relationship go? If you need to, you know, maybe deliver some feedback. You know, share share with them that something that they created isn't working. Um, it's not either effective or, you know, you don't believe that it accomplishes the mission or solves the problem. How does that conversation go? Uh, I, I always think of it as the pit of your stomach conversation. So if I told you, okay, looks like there is a typo on a pretty major piece. You need to go talk to the creative team about it. How does that feel for you? Does it, I mean, it's not a fun conversation. So I, you know, there's not going to be, you know, unicorns and daisies about the conversation, but there's a real chance that if your team is unhealthy, you're, you're not going to want to have that conversation because it's going to open up so much trouble in, in a variety of other areas. Man, if I, if I have this conversation now, I'm going to send the team spiraling. They're going to be frustrated and take it out on me through these other projects. They're going to be mad at the person who was supposed to be the one who proofed it they're going to be frustrated with the ministry leader who gave them the content that was inaccurate in the first like there there's going to be these negative ramifications throughout the rest of the team because of your conversation. So, if you get this big pit in your stomach because you have to deliver this you know, deliver this feedback or have this conversation, chances are there's some hard issues that are going on. Now, it's a two-way street in a sense if if you're obnoxious <laughs> in the way that you deliver the feedback eh, i mean you know it's worth it's worth checking yourself on those things making sure that you're being gracious or or even just being direct sometimes you know there have been conversations that i've had where i'm like i'm sitting in this meeting for 45 minutes and i feel like i'm getting raked over the coals and i leave <laughs> i leave the meeting and i'm like wait a minute they didn't say anything of substance in terms of what was wrong we just danced around stuff and so it was abnormally painful or unnecessarily painful maybe is what i'd say because it it didn't clearly get to the problem so you know that's a side of it but but your your creative team is going to be given feedback you know they're going to be given direction how do they respond to that do you feel like do you feel like they hear it do they apply that recommendation i mean there're plenty of times where a ministry leader would come in and say, man, I really think we need to do this. I mean, throw it out the window. That's a, that's a bad idea. Or do they say, you know what? I I don't know. I mean, we didn't think of that really. I mean, but we'll we'll consider it. So the way that your team responds really does give you an indicator as to where the heart is. And like all of these things, the reason I keep talking about balance is because all of these things really have the potential to feed each other. And so, if your team is is really low skill, it, it there are going to be some heart issues that can surface because of that. So it's like it, they all they all have the potential to impact each other and to feed each other, and that's why balance is so important in this. So with with heart, those are some of the things I'm looking for. You know, those are some of the things I'm trying to consider. How does the team respond when they're corrected? How does the team respond when they have to make changes or when they're given ideas? the places where I begin to see a problem and, and where I would want you to begin kind of um, you know, gain some visibility on the health of your team, obviously, you've heard it a couple times already if you've listened to past episodes, and I'll share it again. Take the assessment quiz. It's, it's free. It's, it's designed to be a helpful tool for you um, at lunchtimeheroes.co, and you'll walk through the questions, and it'll give you feedback based on the behavior of your team according to what you put in, it will assess your team based on where, you know, where they are. And, and so a lot of it, I mean, a lot of what you're going to hear here in this, you know, in these next few minutes, th- the signs of a problem, what does it look like for heart to be off base? The types of things that I'm looking for very specifically, I'm looking for a judgmental or a dismissive attitude to ideas that are not from that team. So what happens in a heart-deficient, we'll say, uh, type of creative team, um, the creative ideas are really, uh, they're kind of attached to the creatives. There's an an arrogance or a pride. There's an unhealthy level of ownership. And and what that's doing is that's saying, my idea is more important or worth more than the mission of the church. See, the tension here is that Being hired as a creative on a mission, on a, on a staff, a church staff, we have a mission that we are trying to accomplish. We have an objective. There, there's a, I mean, call it whatever you want. It's a vision. It's a mission statement. It's a purpose. It's a call. It's a cause. It doesn't really matter what you call it. Your portfolio as a creative isn't the main purpose. And so where heart shows itself is when the primary purpose of the creative is something other than the mission of the organization. And so I would, I would joke with one of my bosses when I was designing, we would get a project and we both knew it, it didn't have the, the flexibility or the opportunity to really like flex our muscles creatively. And so I would joke with him, I'd say, well, this one's probably not going in the portfolio. You know that's fine, <laughs> joke about it, acknowledge it that's fine, but when you begin defending your decisions, thinking about protecting the aesthetic or the brand over accomplishing the mission, that's a problem, and that's where heart begins to show itself. Um, the other thing is that decisions and i you know I kind of mentioned this in the like the general kind of question section in the front end of this. Um, but, the other thing that 's a real clear indicator of a heart problem is that decisions are made punitively uh, there's not like an, an equal approach to things and i don 't you know i 've said this before i don 't mean that you everyone has to get the same treatment. I actually think it's a bad communication strategy and a bad approach to creativity. I think that you really should be prioritizing the things that move your mission forward, and so you have an event that you 're doing. Great! It's an event you've done for ten years. I don't really care, like about the, the the lineage or the history of it. I care: does this move your people where they need to be? Does this move the mission of the organization forward? That's you know that's really what the objective is. So you know from that perspective, um, that's yeah, that's kind of you know set that aside. What I'm talking about is if if you have frustrated me. I'm going to intentionally do a bad job on your next project. That's that's bad. <laughs> that's that's not okay. That is passive aggressive. That is extremely unhealthy. Um, when when your when your creative team is getting back at ministry leaders, that's never acceptable. Uh, this this is the area where I probably have the shortest leash. Um, I see a ton of opportunity in low skills. Man, I have somebody who who comes into my office and says, "Look." Love the church, care deeply about what you're doing. I'm just terrible at my craft. (laughs) Fantastic. You have the hardest part. You have heart. When I have heart problems, man, it is, it is, uh, it's the hardest work that you're going to do as a ministry leader. This is the equivalent of, of a marriage coming into your office on the brink of failure and one of them in tears and the other one saying, I don't care. It's, it's the heart of the person saying, I don't care. That's what we're talking about here. It's somebody who has allowed the toxicity to grow so much that their heart has become so hard. It's a hard heart, you know that's that's the terminology, which is why heart is the name of it. it It is it's just representative of a hard heart, and so the the ultimate kind of expression here is is it's that the ministry isn't the priority for the creative team you know there's other there's other examples of this showing up, like there are cliques within the creative team the the circle of relationships is small. Um, they're, they're really prioritizing the brand, the look and the feel, not the success of what they're doing. Um, you know, a a classic example of this is being vigilant about what they allow in the email newsletter, but then not having any report that talks about is the email (laughs) newsletter working at all. It's, we're not going to evaluate our tools. We're just going to defend them. You know, that kind of an attitude. So if any of those things ring a bell to you or you're like, Oh yeah, that's pretty familiar. Heart is a great place for you to start looking in terms of what, what is the problem that's going on here, there's a good chance that it's in heart. So that's, that's kind of where I see the expression of the problems through a lot of those attitudes. When it's working, kind of the flip side of this, and this is really, you know, this is a depressing episode for me because I just, I go back to my, I mean, I've spent a lot of time in this, in this space, specifically in the, in the heart problem space. Uh, there were some pretty gnarly seasons for me where I had to rebuild teams, and a lot of it stemmed from heart uh, in, a, in a in a really really bad way um, and so this one 's hard for me hard for me to deliver because there 's like nine stories attached to each of these concepts, and so it sort of throws me back into it a little bit but But what I want to do and, and if you 're there honestly if you 're in a position where you 're like man, my team is messed up like Heart is a real problem for us. You know what I'm talking about. You dread every day going into work. You feel like you're you're drained every day you go into work, um, and there's there's a sense of just hopelessness that begins to creep in. And that is the power of toxicity. The power of toxicity is that it can it can steal optimism and hope from the rest of the team, which is why this one's so critical to act on. You know, but but let me let me do this. I'm gonna paint a picture for you of when this is working because I want you to have something else to look at other than the challenges that you're facing right now, if that's the situation that you're in. But when heart is working, the creatives are quick to listen to the needs of ministry leaders. You start having conversations with ministry leaders and it sounds different. It's okay, well hold on, tell, tell me specifically, what's the challenge you're trying to face? So I know you have an event coming up, but, but who, are you trying to, who are you trying to reach? Do you feel like you're reaching that group effectively right now? Do you feel like, are they not are they not attending? Like, talk to me about who they are. I, I want to learn a little bit more about... So it's, it's I want to learn more from you about who they are. It's not, I have all the information, you're wrong. <laughs> I want to hear from you. Teach me. Help me know how I can better reach the people that you're ministering to. And so through that design solutions, creative solutions broadly, they begin to revolve around what the ministry needs, not what the creatives want. And so it's less of this like protective, you know, type of body of work that's getting put out there. But instead it's, you know what? I think this is gonna be a great idea for your ministry. I think this is really gonna help your ministry. I think this is gonna be, this is going to be a good thing for your ministry right now. Like, I think it'll be helpful. That's, that's what this looks like when heart's working. And so there's, there's just this desire from the creative side to lean in. And what it does is it also breaks down some of the, uh, what's perceived as a lack of transparency. I think that's probably fair, but the creatives begin to, you know, they begin to be more proactive and bringing people into the process, not just in terms of giving your input, but also, I'm actually working on your project now. Hey, it's going to be on time. Or an honest communication of, hey, you know what? We hit a problem. It's going to be late. None of this like hiding to see if nobody figures it out. But it's going to be a very proactive conversation. The, the ministry leaders are going to know where things are. I, I'm telling you when I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of transporting back a little bit here. When I was sitting in that situation where I had a toxic team that had to be dealt with, I just, I never thought that we would get there. I really didn't. And, and I'm telling you, we made some changes and it was really hard. But I remember it took about three months before, before I almost entirely forgot the problems that we had been running into prior to, you know, some of these kind of major changes that we made. And I remember I opened up a filing cabinet and I pulled out a file and I wasn't sure what was in it. I was looking for something else. And I pulled out this file and it was essentially the documentation of a lot of the problems that were happening in the organization. And I looked at it. And I was like, "Man, I can't believe that was a year ago." And and one of the one of the other people on the team was like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Oh, I just I pulled out this file and I'm just looking at some of these things that we were going through and I was just I can't I can't believe it's been a year." And they're like, "Man, it's only been it's only been a couple of months." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Yeah, that happened, you know, in this month and now it's this month." I was I was stunned. I mean, I pulled up a calendar. I didn't believe them. <laughs> I was like, "You're crazy." But the transformation was that rapid when we had the courage to act on what we needed to do. And I'm telling you, there's hope. So, so if you hear nothing else <laughs> in this whole episode, just hear this. If you, are, if you are wrestling with a toxic team, an unhealthy team, a team that is weak in the heart area, hear me that it can get better. It's not going to if you don't act. So you know, recognize that. You're gonna have to put in some hard work. But I will also say, I feel like this is the proving ground for ministry. This is the most pastoral work that the creative team does, that the leader of the creative team does. Now, that's not an entirely fair statement. I mean, if you're also doing weddings and funerals and counseling and those types of things, like, you know, I'm not trying to, to dismiss all of those things, but I'm just saying, internally, you're dealing with with heart issues inside the church. I mean, that's a really big deal. There are letters in the New Testament written about these things. Hey, this is a problem, deal with it. And so if that's where you find yourself, understand that yes, you have a very challenging uh, kind of road ahead of you, but it's also a road that can be traveled. And so for you, I would give you this caution or maybe this, uh, this advice. This isn't necessary for imagination. This isn't necessary for skills, and it's not necessary for systems. Those are all, you know, kind of there's a pragmatism to them. There's it's more than that, but you know, but but specifically in this area of heart, view this as pastoral work and and don't try to do this in in your own power. Don't try to do this under your own kind of you know, summon up enough power and like, yeah, let's do it. Like you can't just suck it up and get this done. You're going to need to bathe this in prayer. You're going to need to bring other people in uh, either as voices of encouragement, as uh, people that are also participating in the hard work. Um, So, so just know that this is, you know, this is a tricky one. Uh, It's one that you shouldn't try to do alone. And honestly, if you're like, look, I got nobody else on my team, legitimately call me like, like email me matt at mcurtis.co here's my cell phone 760-646-5303 like legitimately shoot me a text message and be like look i heard this on the podcast and i'm up a creek i I need i need to have a conversation (laughs) and i'll be like cool man let's set up a time like let's do it but but let let me or someone support you through this process because at the end of the day, doing work that helps the church get healthy, we're talking about the, the, the small little world of, of the creative team here. That's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm kind of pointing toward. But, but health in this team really does permeate the rest of the organization. And so the pursuit of a healthy church is an, is an incredible ambition and, and I would go as far as to say, it's a privilege to be a part of stepping into that and, and leading the church toward health. An unhealthy church isn't supposed to be a thing, but, but it is a thing. And, and to be able to help a church move, even if it's in, just in the creative area, to move from wherever it is toward health is such a good thing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.